In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. Thanks for listening to the For the Campus podcast, where each week we sit down and have discussions about Christian faithfulness in the college campus. To learn more about City Church Tallahassee and our ministries, head to citychurchtallahassee.com. Hey guys, this is Hunter Levine, the college pastor at City Church Tallahassee, and thanks for listening to the For the Campus podcast. Over the next few weeks, we're going to spend some time talking about evangelism. We're going to have some different conversation about how to really try to refine the craft. It's actually a craft, an art of sharing the gospel and how we can be faithful in that. We're also going to have some presentations on what that looks like with different worldviews, But today what I wanted to do was I wanted to give us a For the Campus Evangelism Challenge. We're often drawn to challenges. Many people, I think about the CrossFit phase where everything's a challenge. Every workout is a challenge, and and we record it, and we try to improve, and we try to beat other competitors. And uh, there's challenges at school. There's challenges at work. Many of us responded all throughout our life to challenges in a positive way. Even a group of people joking around, having a fun time. Uh, in your friend group, often challenges emerge in that. Who's the first person that's going to throw this paper ball in the trash can across the classroom? It's a, a really common place of life, but often in areas of faith, we don't tend to really challenge ourselves. We don't tend to really hold ourselves accountable. And what I want to do with this For the Campus Evangelism Challenge is I want to help us challenge ourselves to be more intentional with sharing the gospel. So that's what we're going to be doing all throughout July leading up to going back to school. And there's a few things that I'm going to share with you today, a few tips and a few places I think that would be good for you to start. But before we do that, I want to share with you a really important verse, Romans 10, verses 11 through 15. Now, an important thing for us to remember when we're in the back section of Romans is how Paul, all the way leading up to this point, has given us this beautiful picture of the work of Christ. He starts with showing us the severity of our sin, the fact that we are all sinners, that we've rebelled against God, and that rebelling against God is a big thing. And ultimately, we have this huge theological treatise that shows us that the riches of God's grace. And then Paul begins to turn the conversation later in Romans into what it looks like for us to respond to this truth. And Paul also challenges us to actually live out our faith. And we see that beginning here in Romans 10. He says this in verse 11. He says, For Scripture says, Everyone who believes on him, being Jesus, will not be put to shame. Since there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, because the same Lord of all richly blesses all who call on him. Now, the blessing he's referring to is not a material blessing, but the blessing of salvation in Christ, being restored to Christ. The mention of there being no distinction between the Jew and Greek doesn't mean that there's no significances with our ethnicities. What he means is that it doesn't matter what our background is, what our ethnicity is, what any of these religious pedigree things might be, 
ultimately what matters is that we are in Christ. And there's those who are in Christ, and there's those who are not in Christ. There's God's people. And so he moves on to say this in verse 14. He says, how then can they call on him that they do not believe in? And how can they believe without hearing about him? How can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach unless they are sent? And then he quotes, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Now, there's a lot more that we could say there, but I want to pause for a moment and look at Paul's line here. He's saying that if there are sent people, these sent people will preach. If people are preaching, people will hear. And if people are hearing, then some people will come to believe in the Lord. Now, when he talks about uh, preaching here, he doesn't mean the vocation, the role within the local church of somebody who preaches. He means proclamation. He means preaching the good news of the gospel, which is every believer's responsibility. If you follow Christ, it's your responsibility to tell others about him. We see this all throughout the scriptures. I'm reminded in Mark 5 often of the man who was possessed, and he was cutting himself and naked and living in a cave, and Jesus cast the demons out of him. And then this man wants to go with Jesus, and Jesus does something interesting. He tells him he can't go with him, but he tells him, go and tell people what the Lord's done for you. Just a reminder that our responsibility, regardless of our past, regardless of how how much training we've had, is ultimately to tell people, to share with people the good news of Jesus Christ. And this is what Paul is saying here in Romans 10, that people will not hear and believe if people do not share and proclaim the gospel. And so this is a big responsibility for us as followers of Christ. And that's why I wanted to have and spend several weeks working through this, thinking together. And I wanted to issue this challenge. So the For the Campus challenge is this, for us to share the gospel once a day, in an intentional and meaningful way. And here's what I want you guys to do. As you share the gospel once a day, I want you to grab a group of friends, you can do it in a group text, and hold each other accountable and share, here's who I'm planning on sharing the gospel with today, and to pray for one another, and to give reports about how it went, maybe things that you've learned, helpful resources. Have a small group of friends that you're doing that with. And ultimately, over time, as we work through this, it will become a more normal rhythm in your life, and you'll become more comfortable and more equipped to do it. So here's a few things I just wanted to share, a few pointers for us to think about. The first is that we need to be clear. I'm not sure if you've ever been in that frustrating situation in the wild world of dating where you're on a date with somebody and you're not sure exactly if they think it's a date. And you're not sure if you're on the same page about what's happening. Like you're wondering, could have they been more clear? Could have I been more clear? Clarity is great. I think we all love having clarity. It's not very fun being in situations where things are unclear. Well, when we're sharing the gospel with people, it should be clear what we're doing. We're telling them what we believe to be true about Christ. It doesn't mean that we have to shove it down their throats, that we have to act like it's a PowerPoint presentation, but it does mean that we do need to be clear and intentional with the way that we talk about Jesus with our friends. And so it's important for us to to make it a clear thing that when we are sharing the gospel, it should be a very obvious thing with people. Also, we should be genuine. Evangelism is not a cold task about scratching off a, a checklist. It's a warm call to know Christ and spend eternity in his grace. So let's have warm presentations. Let's listen to people. Let's have conversations with them. Let's be excited to have this conversation with them, and, and, and let's have a warmth about us that draws people to wanting to, to talk more and more about this Jesus. Number three, 
I would say plan if needed. Sometimes we get unplanned opportunities, but there's nothing wrong with having a great game plan to share Christ. It doesn't make it cold. It actually makes it important and often more effective. And truthfully, we let many opportunities slip away when we don't plan them out. So when you wake up in the morning, think about what's a good way, what's a good opportunity that I'm going to have today to share the gospel with my coworker? What might be some places or spaces that I can do that? Maybe I'll invite them to lunch. Maybe I'll invite them to coffee. Maybe I'll invite a friend to go on a walk after work. There's so many different opportunities we have. There's nothing wrong with us planning to share Christ with them and still being warm and genuine when we do it. And the last thing that I would say is be willing to go the distance. One of the things I've been doing over the quarantine on and off is spending time with a friend of mine building a skiff, a boat. And it's a very messy, frustrating, tedious, strenuous process, and it takes a lot of time. But ultimately, I'm excited to see the end product, to see a boat. In fact, many of us are willing to give time with no complaints to things that we're excited about seeing the end product. We are willing to do the work. And I want you to think about this. What greater work could we be doing as followers of Christ than telling people about him? There's nothing. So next time you're, you're frustrated, you're discouraged, you're afraid that it's going to become a multi-meeting, multi-hour type of thing to work through hesitations and questions and scripture, remind yourself that there's no greater work that you could be doing than telling people about Jesus and to be bringing people to his word. And so I want to encourage you with that. Here's a few places that I would say that would be a great place to start with this evangelism challenge. There's nothing wrong with heading out to the street and talking to strangers about Jesus. There's a lot of great fruit that can come from that. But here's where I would start. I would first, and I'd actually write this down. The first is I would think, who in my family needs to hear about Jesus? Or do I need to have a clarifying conversation with about what the gospel means? What friends in my life do I need to talk to about my faith? A lot of you guys are back at home, and there's a lot of opportunities to hang out with people that you haven't seen since you went to college. Maybe there's some friends in your life that you could share about your faith in a warm and genuine way. And then the last category I would think through is coworkers. A lot of you guys are working jobs. One of the great things about working jobs is it presents us lots of opportunity to have conversations with people. And there's nothing wrong with talking about sports or talking about the latest Netflix TV show. But what does it say if we claim to follow Christ and we never talk about him? So when you head into work today, maybe you can find an opportunity to talk to a coworker about your faith, about what you're learning, what you're seeing in the scriptures, why it's important to you. So I hope that you guys will join us the next few weeks as we do this evangelism challenge. And thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions you want to reach out to us, you can send me an email at hunter at citychurchtallahassee.com. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to the For the Campus podcast. If this podcast was helpful for you, please take time to share it with others. Also, feel free to reach out to us online. Have a great day.